This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The second-to-last NFL weekend is almost done. Bills, Bengals tonight. We go through yesterday's action, preview next weekend as well with our good friend Ross Tucker, who is with us live. He is, of course, the host of the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Check it out on social media. Check him out, I should say, at Ross Tucker NFL. Ross, good morning. Happy New Year. Yeah, Happy New Year, Andrew. How are you, buddy? I'm doing really well. Now, you are a renaissance man. It began by playing football. Now you are covering it radio, TV, online. You've got myfrontpagestory.com, pro football, college football, sports betting. I think you're becoming a beer influencer as well. But my favorite Ross side hustle is this tweet game that you broke out again yesterday. It began, if I remember correctly, post-draft, tweeting about what's going to happen with Kenny Pickett and his two gloves finally playing a cold-weather game. And people reminded you that he played at Pittsburgh. Yesterday, sarcastically, you asked, what's a better rivalry than Rams-Chargers and got people responding as if you really meant that. How do you keep doing this, and why are people so bad at this? It's actually, I think, um, I don't want to get too deep here, (laughs) but in all sincerity, Bogus, you know, it is a terrific, maybe terrifically terrible example of where we are as a society in that people are not discerning at all about the things that they read or the information they consume. Like, they see me say, is there a bigger rivalry in all of sports than Chargers versus Rams for the Battle of L.A. Which, by the way, like, even if I was serious, I wouldn't say all of sports. Right. And I wouldn't capitalize Battle of L.A. like it's even a thing. (laughs) And to have hundreds of people reply and be like, are you kidding? You're a moron. (laughs) What about Yankees Red Sox or Ohio State Michigan? It's so, I would say, I I fluctuate, Andrew, from either being incredibly entertained and just laughing about it to being legitimately scared about what it means for my children and society moving forward that that many people cannot even grasp sarcasm or or that they think people really post stuff like that and mean it enough. And then they think that they need to reply with better. I mean, 
Like, I could get into a whole psychoanalysis of it, but it's, it's real bad. It's real concerning. So I'm just going to keep doing it um, when the moment feels right because it's kind of my humor. It's hilarious. Like, like of course, there's a million rivalries, but there is no rivalry. That's why, that's why it's funny. <laughs> right. Um, but uh, it's unbelievable. It really is. It's like, like, like people, this is all I do for a living. And I tweeted out that there's no way that Kenny Pickett <laughs> could ever play in a cold weather city like Pittsburgh with how small his hands are. Knowing fully well, of course, I live in Pennsylvania, right. that Kenny played quarterback. And he, by the way, he's from Jersey. And he played quarterback at Pitt for like six years. People are like, oh, I hate to tell you this, dude, but he played football at Pitt. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Thanks, thanks, Joe. Yeah. Well, here's how my brain works. When I saw this yesterday and immediately shook my head at people responding realistically to you as if you meant what you said, I'm more concerned and more intrigued by your creative process. Now, what I see is you sitting behind a desk, your Princeton degrees over your right shoulder, you've got like a yellow legal pad out, and you're just jotting down possibilities, ripping up the paper, throwing it away, or putting this one aside, that's a keeper. How do you come up with these bad boys, and how do you pick the right time to drop? Because you don't want to overdo it and kind of inundate us. with you keep, you know, If you keep it every couple of weeks, we're going to like them more. So how do you get to these, and how do you know when the right time to pull one out is? So I wish I could tell you that that there was a, 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 a longer thought process that went into it. No writer's room of a staff of guys in a back room just churning these out for you for your approval? No. Okay. Um, I'm really just noticing that the Rams are playing the Chargers and that nobody cares, (laughs) but that, like, in so many other ways, in so many others, like, you grew up in New York, right? Yeah. Mets Mets Yankees is a big deal to people who grew up in New York. Even Jets Giants, is a big deal to people in New York. You know, like Cubs, White Sox. It's just comical to me that you have by far the most popular sport, the NFL, and you have the Super Bowl, defending Super Bowl champs against uh, the team that is going to the playoffs. They literally play in the same building, okay? And it's the second biggest city in the country. And Pretty much nobody cared, even the people that live in that city. Like, I've got college buddies that live in L.A. Nobody cared. I mean, it, it's not even close to how much they talk about, like, UCA, UCLA versus USC. It's just funny. It's just, like, hilarious to me. So I just, I just tweeted, is there any bigger rivalry in sports than the Battle of L.A.? <laughs> like, and people are like, uh, and, uh, yeah, Ross, there's like 74. Here's my list. Yeah, the <laughs> amount of people that replied with actual lists. I know. <laughs> and the funny thing is, like, as a society, everybody always says, like, how busy they are and, like, how short attention spans are, right? But yet they have the time to make up, like, a three-tweet thread of all the rivalries that are better. Hey, hey, buddy, how about just realizing it's a joke or just replying they're all better? At least Rick Riley, you know, the former Sports <laughs> Illustrated writer, 
who said hundreds, if not thousands, that, that's at least not taking a lot of time out of his day. Now, <laughs> it's still moronic that he thought I was serious. Yeah. And he thought, like, imagine, that's the thing that's interesting, too. Like, you know there's probably thousands of better rivalries. So then you don't, that doesn't give you a second of pause to think maybe this guy's joking. When, when you start to type out, there's hundreds, if not thousands, that are better. At no point do you think, you know what? Maybe he's joking if there really are hundreds of better rivalries. Yeah, because everyone that follows you follows you basically for football. So them responding as if you were serious is a kind of a condemnation on what they think you are as a professional, that you could actually have this opinion. Yeah, I don't want to go there. But you're right. <laughs> I, I, have, I have gotten to the point. Where I've 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 gotten myself in the uh, washing machine. I've thought, man, these people really think I'm this stupid. Like these people, <laughs> this many people that follow me, really think I'm this dumb, or that I would actually honestly like. What have I been doing that they think I would actually tweet this and mean it? <laughs> Uh, he's Ross Tucker at Ross Tucker NFL on Twitter for actual tweets about football. Uh, now actual questions about football. I'm going to assume Ross that Green Bay beats Detroit on Sunday and gets in the Bucks now officially in as NFC South champs. If you had to pick one, Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady, who's got a chance to have or make more noise in the postseason in the coming weeks? I think it's the Packers. You know, they've won four in a row. They're playing pretty darn well. They're running it well with Dylan and Jones. The young receivers have kind of come around. Uh, they got a good special teams boost from this Keyshawn Nixon. Rogers seems happier um, and is playing better. The Bucks have still been kind of a disaster all year. And I'd be surprised if the Bucks beat the Cowboys in the first round, which is who I'm assuming they'll play. Mm-hmm. Whereas, um, you know, the Packers, that's the one thing that's weird. I tweeted this last night, and I'm curious for your opinion on this, and this was actually a serious tweet. (laughs) Knowing that everything involved, because I'm watching the end of that Raiders-Niners game thinking, yeah, I mean, you want to be the two seed because, you know, if you win, you'd rather have a second home game. Okay, okay. So you'd rather be the two seed than the three seed if you're the Niners. You'd rather, you know, play, let's just say, the Vikings at home as opposed to traveling to Minnesota. But, man, I know the Giants are having a pretty good year, but I feel like I'd much rather play the Giants in the first round than the Packers right now. If the Packers win against the Lions, you'll have a Packers team coming in that's won five straight. And I've been on a team that's won, like, five, six straight. You start to think that you can win the whole thing. But you, you think in the NFL, that's like, that's like equivalent in baseball or the NBA to like a 15-game winning streak. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Where you just think you're unstoppable. You're unbeatable. And so if I'm the Niners, that's what's interesting. They're going to more than likely be the two seed. They have to face the Packers. Now, the good news for them is they've kind of had the Packers number. Um, but that's the only thing I think is a little bit interesting about your question about Brady or Rodgers is I would say on the surface, the Packers, but 
man, it'd be a lot better for the Pack. Like, I would love the Packers in that question if they were playing the Vikings, but they're not going to be. They're going to be probably playing the Niners. Right. By the way, how about this? How about Aaron Rodgers was asked about, you know, the Packers run? I don't know if you saw this. The Packers run as of late, winning four straight, and having a chance to make the playoffs. And he used and big he words, said, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I tweeted this an hour ago. Um, this is Aaron Rodgers. I do believe in the power of manifestation. And I do believe in momentum. And I believe very strongly in the force of the mind. What is he talking about? <laughs> Does he believe in throwing touchdown passes? That would be my bigger question for him right what? now. First of all, what is the power of manifestation? And secondly, what is the force of the mind? Andrew, I'm a two-time academic All-American at Princeton. <laughs> okay? The power of manifestation. Like, here's the thing. I don't feel like Googling it. Like, I don't really feel like looking it up. The force, force of the mind, I think I can kind of get. I mean, both of them I can sort of get from context. But who says that? Like, who, yes. who answers that? See, that's the thing. Believing it's one thing, it's all well and good. We all need different things to get through the day or explain things around us. So believe it in all you want. But when it's thrown back at everyone else all the time, that's where it just becomes unbearable. I mean, I could not, never talk to the guy face-to-face, would run away from him in person, wouldn't tell him face to face, but I, I'm so over him for th- for sentences like that. I just, I've had enough. You know, it's just bizarre to me. It, it's just like, um, I don't know. Well, let me ask you this: if you're as, if you're his offensive lineman or anyone on that team, and you read your quarterback saying things like those, and he's saying that maybe to you in a in the locker room, in a huddle, or a meeting before practice, is anyone going, "Yeah, man"? I'm on team manifestation too, or a guy's just all rolling their eyes, going "Enough's enough, bird. Let's go. Let's just, let's just go play football." I think uh, I think behind his back, they probably just talk about him and be like, "What a what a weirdo." Okay. I mean, I'm just being honest with you. Yeah. And that, that, that's my guess because that's the thing that's really interesting. Is I think he believes these things, and he's a very bright guy, and he's very well read, and he. But it, it does feel like he kind of goes out of his way to um, goes out of his way to talk about these type of things, which I don't know. You would think on some level it alienates the teammates and/or the fan base. Like I would love to know. Now here's the thing: none of them care because they've won four in a row, and we love you, Aaron. You're the like I, I get, I know how this works, right? But I've talked to enough Packers fans, okay, especially when they weren't winning, that were a lot more willing to tell you what they really thought. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, um, whatever. Uh, you know, he's a good quarterback. He's had a great career. He's a smart guy. He's just, it's just, a, he's just a very, very interesting guy. And I do think. Um, I don't think that that, that that your teammates have to love you. You know what I mean, Andrew? Yeah. I, I don't think that's true. But I don't think it hurts. Like, 
I know for a fact that all of the Patriots loved Brady because Brady would go out with them. I was there when Brady chugged beers at the local barbecue joint. Or even when I was with the Bills with Bledsoe, and we would sit there and have about a million Labatt Blue lights, and Bledsoe would pay the tab. And, you know, when you're good friends with the guy, with the guy, you – you take it even more personally when they get hit and you don't want them to get hit and you want to help them up and you want to win with them. And I don't know, you know, I don't talk to the Packers players. Like maybe they're all best friends with Rogers and maybe they all hang out and maybe they all go to local dive bars and have beers together. But he does not strike me as a guy going to the local dive bar no. and, and having some beers. I, I just, it, that would surprise me. And I've seen him chug, and he doesn't look like he'd ever done it before. <laughs> uh, Ross Tucker is with us here. One last one, because it seems so bad for me on the outside, but never been in a locker room, don't know what goes through, you know, conversations happen during the week. How big of a deal is it that Ron Rivera yesterday post game didn't know that his team was out if the Packers won that game? Not a big deal at all. Okay. That that's the thing that I don't I don't understand why people are making such a big deal about it. You know, everything he did last week was focused on winning the game, beating the Cleveland Browns. So then you ask him five minutes after, hey, now that you lost the Cleveland Browns and if if you're eliminated tonight do you play Sam Howell next week? It doesn't bother me at all that he didn't know that. I mean, by the end of the night, he was going to find out what those scenarios are, and he would have known that they were eliminated. And then they'll proceed with their game planning today with that information. I don't know why people, like, I wouldn't want, all right, so Coach, here's the deal. If you lose to the Browns and the Packers win and then, like, I, I, I wouldn't tell him that. I wouldn't even want him to know that. Yeah, I think my my reaction to it was I'd have more – it wouldn't be a big deal if the Packers winning was like the fifth thing that happened yesterday to knock them out, and he didn't realize the first four had already happened while he was playing. But it was just simple Green Bay wins there out. I feel like that should have been brought up somewhere along during the week that he knew – exactly how his team could have died yesterday. I think that's what caught people off guard, that he, did, they didn't, he didn't know the quickest way for them to be out. So what I would tell you is, and this, there's a lot of things like this, you'd, you'd be amazed how many players had no idea. You'd actually be amazed how many players last week for the commanders didn't even know they played the Cowboys this week. Hmm. I, I just think fans... And media are so it, – it's all we do, right? Like we talk about all the different scenarios and the situations and who might go to the playoffs and who might not, all those things, right? Like um, I just don't think players and coaches operate that way because it's not the most effective way to operate. It's, it's not like the best way to get the result you want is to focus – all of your attention on getting that result. Anytime you spend on other scenarios, doesn't isn't really productive. It's actually counterproductive. Like thinking about, well, 
you know, if we lose and the Packers win, we're at, it just doesn't really serve much of a purpose. So, Ross, the holidays are done. It's the new year, but we got birthdays. It's almost Valentine's Day. So, myfrontpagestory.com, still a good gift idea, right? Great gift idea. Everybody knows about anniversaries, birthdays, but Valentine's Day is here in a month. And I know a lot of the guys listening are like, oh, dude, I'll worry about that in February. Totally get it. But why not just knock it out now? You already have three other New Year's resolutions to, like, stay in shape, drink less, that you're not really going to do. So why don't you actually do this one, which is to not procrastinate anymore, to actually just get things done, get them off the list. You're probably driving around right now. Pull up myfrontpagestory.com on your phone at some point when it's safe. Go check it out. It's the best gift you could ever get your wife or whoever for Valentine's Day. Get it done. Get it ordered. Get it sent. We all know how long it takes for the shipping these days. Go ahead, myfrontpagestory.com. I can almost guarantee you it'll be the best Valentine's Day gift your wife has ever got. A story written entirely about her on the front page of the newspaper. She will love it. Myfrontpagestory.com. Ross, you're the best as always. Thanks for making time for us. We appreciate it. And uh, we'll talk to you again soon, I'm sure. Sounds great. See ya. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.